Yo, 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 it's your favorite roving reporter, your girl, Shaw Money. I'm here with these two guys. It's your boy, Lou Bim. And it's your man, Jam C. And y'all know what we doing. We going vocal. vocal. And Lou, what we doing? Why we doing this? We talking because we got lips. Chopping it, it up. That's we it. just talking. We, we just bumping talking. Our motherfucking guns. That's we what bumping. it is. We, that's what we doing today. Yo, welcome, welcome to the pod squad. Today, we're here to talk to you about something that can be a little contentious. Might work, might not work. Can, does business and pleasure work? Can you do business with your family and friends? If so, great. If not, why not? How does that thing work? So we're here to talk to you today. But before we jump into today's topic, we want to give some shout outs. Uh, The last few weeks, we've gotten some great, great feedback from our listeners. So all of you out there who have been liking, you've been sharing, you've been subscribing, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. We continue to post content there, but we want to shout out all of the folks that have been sending us emails, giving us feedback. We don't take it lightly that you think enough about us. So, Lou, what was the the family that reached out to you? I don't uh, know if you want to say their names. I want to give a shout out to, uh, I don't want to put your names out there because I've never actually in, been introduced to you guys formally. But I want to say what's up to the to the family that's listening to the husband and wife on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. I'm going to just leave it like that. Okay. Um, and her sister that was very... Uh, she was very vocal. Okay. Yeah. Sending, okay. In, sending in uh, comments and uh, sending in suggestions on um, what topics we should use and so forth and so on. So just want to give a shout out to them and her family and their whole family. is um, they supporting the pod squad. And thank you guys for everything. And Appreciate we just want to let y'all know we're with you. We stand with you. We're praying for you. And we'll be thinking about you guys. Praying for them. Yeah. What the fuck happened to him? Nothing. We just want to pray for everybody. It ain't got to be nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, I want to shout out my sister Gigi. She called me at 6 a.m. this week with some fantastic feedback on the pod squad and some of the shows we've done recently. Um, Really just very encouraging. So, Gigi, thank you. We love you. And, you know, we want you to continue to listen, continue to share it with your, your team at the bank over there. So if you're looking for some, a bank, and you want to get a new account, let us know. We have a contact for you, Georgette Barnes. She's been in the finance and the banking industry for 25 years. She can set you up. So give us a holler. We'll get you connected. Jam, anybody you want to shout out? I want to send a shout out to my homeboy, G. George, Brooklyn Zone. G. George from Valley Forge, low life. G. George um, actually plugged us with a situation that could probably we'll do a story behind that a backstory on a, a person we met recently through G. George a good friend of his we got some good stories coming up with this guy so just be looking out for the show but shout out to G. George for the connection thanks G That's we appreciate you so let's let's dive into today's topic you know you know, everybody is really trying. A lot of people are moving into the more entrepreneurial uh, journey, trying to move away from more Fortune 500 companies and starting up, you know, techie businesses, commodity businesses, Airbnbs. And sometimes they don't always go at it alone. You know, right. if you have a mate or a family member, you know, there's strength in numbers and you may they may opt it to, you know, do this with a business partner. Sometimes that could be your mate, it could be a best friend, um, or, you know, 
It can be a family member or a loved one um, or a spouse. Yeah. Do you think that can work? Jam, what do you think? Uh, it, you know what? It's a little bit difficult. It's, it's tough. I think it depends on where you at as an individual. But I've, I've seen relationships go sour um, between business and pleasure. I think it's when I think when it, if it's intimate, Again, it depends on the individual. Depend if if I could do it, yes, I think I I know it. I could do something like that. But I've been in situations where I've had business relationships with family, and it didn't go so well. Right. Why or why not? Was it money? You know, somebody was using a business account to go trick off. Like what? <laughs> what was happening? Like it wasn't being managed properly. Well, yeah, it was some tricking off. It was, it was, okay, some, it was okay. tricking off on both sides. I can't just say one. It was tricking off on both but sides. But like, did you have a business plan? Because I feel like sometimes you know what we had a business plan. Stop okay. my the business. business the, 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 <laughs> we we. Stop not, my not, business not you, Lupe. Not oh, you, Lupe. No one knew this time. We had a business plan. It just you know, but there were there were um. It was what wasn't in the business plan, why it didn't work. And um, I think egos got in the way. Because once okay. the business started making some noise, um, it got to the point where, you know how like when you get a buzz, it's like, we made it. And we start living like we reached the ultimate goal. Oh, so you lost, not... you're saying they lost focus, the focus yes. changed, right? Yes, okay. yes. And I mean, it, it just didn't work out. And it wasn't, it was multiple businesses because you keep trying. Okay. You keep trying with the hopes that that changes, but you know it keeps going, and at some point you gotta know when to when to fold. So let me just um, you know shoot a couple questions out there. So if you go into business with someone and they put up all the money and you don't put up any money, do you have the same amount of say so as them? Yeah, yeah, I think you do. You know yeah. what? Okay. I I the, didn't because I, you advise because I think that you wouldn't have brought me on if you didn't trust my opinion. And that's true, but I think his... so. Your opinion equates to money. If you want to make more, okay. I'm, I'm just see, asking a question. You you seen something in me that you wanted my expertise in something, so that's why I'm here. Okay, and I'm not here just. And it's not just boy. it's not just expertise too. Sometimes it could be your motivation. You might have drive, and you might have creativity. So, or you might I, be the person that could go out and get the account. Exactly. So, okay. you still, so, so I got something. I to think. Say. Okay. I, I think, got something to fucking say, nigga. Yeah, he gonna my, say it. In my he past, I was misinformed of that because I thought if the person puts up the money, they had to say on how the money was right. to be spent. Right. So I think that played a part in the failure and the demise of the business because I think everybody, all parties involved, because we were a team, and I think we all thought that way, and that's why. It suffered that the way the it did because who the put the money in has the had the more control. Yeah, that. that's what we thought. But what I know now is that's not true. So anybody doing business with somebody when they come into it and say, "Yo, I got, I got a hundred stacks. Let's do something." If they choose you, y'all fifty fifty partners. That's okay. just how that go. Right. Okay. And well, I, what do you think? And I piggyback because I I too was um, in the same venture that Jam uh, C is talking about. And again, we felt as though because this person fronted the bread that we fall in line but we're following the blind actually because this just because they fronted the bread didn't mean necessarily mean they knew the business exactly you know what I'm saying they just fronted the bread but they needed us 
because they weren't a voice. Well, I mean, that happens. They I mean, you have voice. people who be investors and they be silent investors and they're just nah. putting up the... No, I'm just saying... No, something. no, I get what you're saying and that you're right. You're 100% in this case. That they weren't right. silent. They, uh, okay. they wanted to run the city like Diddy. Okay. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? They wanted to run the city like Diddy, but we felt as though I, since they put their bread up, we having a good time at the same time. Though. Yeah. I can't even front... She was live. She was ill. She was So let me crazy. ask both of y'all a question. So in these business ventures, when you worked with, uh, you know, extended family or a significant other, did you have business contracts? No. No. Not at no? all. No? No. It was all on the muscle. Everything was on the muscle. You so it was kind of doing? like a gentleman's agreement, kind of Definitely. written on the back of a napkin. Definitely. This is what we're going to do. So what Definitely. was the learning from that? Like... Would you do that again now with a family member or a significant other friend? Or would you make it more formal? I would, me personally, I would make it more formal um, because, or at least pay me for what I'm coming in for. Like, so, so give you a salary. Make, make me a, yes. or, or, or even con- contractual. Like, make me a, um, I'm an independent contractor. So pay me for what it okay. is that I'm coming in for. Off rip, right? Yeah. In case your shit fall apart, no money made. I got my bread off rip. And I'm going to, you know, I would do that part of it differently. And then I would also need to know to make sure that the agenda is this. It never changes. Okay. So if the agenda is to uh, make cakes and put them inside of Walmart, that shit should never change. We don't want to just put cakes in Supreme Break Bakery or the bakery downtown north, we want to put it in Walmart. So that's just a never change. So keep the focus. So keep the focus. But can the focus evolve though, right? Because you may start off wanting to put it at Walmart. Um, and then if it, you know, evolves, do you then want to then try other entities? It should evolve after we get into Walmart. Okay. Let us okay. get, let's, let Complete us get the to goal. where we need yeah. to go Complete the goal. to first. And then once it evolves, then let's evolve. Okay. But other than that, just keep the agenda. But to, to kind of like piggyback or to kind of go into because I had a whole different when we talk, talked about this topic it make, made me think of not working with friends or family but just in corporate and having a, a, a situation with someone you work with okay which you know that happened in my case you know what I'm saying you know, hopefully they clean up the conference room after I done <laughs> fucked it up. Cause, yeah. Because I clearly done fucked up the conference room and shit. You know what I mean? But, um... <laughs> and that situation kind of went sour. So, so, yeah. It okay. went sour after that. You know, we, we hung out, we chilled, whatever, whatever. But they had a situation already. And I was the... Sneaky link. Right. Okay. Was, you know, like the work husband, but I really was... Doing work, work husband, husband. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I caught him slipping one night and went back to the conference room and it was over. You know what I'm saying? The party was on, nigga. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I think I think when you start I think I would be um a little leery of doing it with some of my family members. I probably would more than likely do it with my friends. Um, and I definitely would set up contracts, right? Because it's business. This right. is this is no hard feelings. This is business, right. you know. Like, so I think you got to be really clear about establishing boundaries between the relationship 
mm-hmm. in the business, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think those need to cross the lines. Like, just because I make a decision in the business and you don't like that, I don't want you not to call me next week because you got an attitude because I didn't agree right, with your right. business concept. Right. So I think the best way to do that, Lou, you, you started to allude to that, is to have something written out contractually. And I think you put everything on paper. I think you put everything on paper, and I think you just really got to know who you're working with. I think before you put all your eggs in your basket, like, we always be wanting to take, especially some of us who come from very humble beginnings, Mm -hmm. we want to take everybody with us. And I think you have to be really clear about who you're putting on the team and what roles you're giving them, right? What roles you're giving them. I think people could start off with small roles, and then as they learn more, they can evolve and develop. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm all for that. But, like, don't put your auntie in the kitchen um, and then you, she really can't cook. Because then that don't help the business, right? Well, she in there to cut the fucking onions. Yeah. Like, she, don't don't put her on that. But I'm, realistically, though, everybody has different taste buds. So, sometimes there's been people who say, oh, she throw down in the no, kitchen. No. And you eat that potato and salad. That and that shit. my standards. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, some out. people... Yo, some people be saying some shit sometimes, and we done ate at some houses. It was just like, what nah, the fuck? Like, right. we one time. I remember, remember that time we went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And so we were with your brother, and he's so picky with his the what he eats, Eat. what he eats. And we went to like we had to go about like ten, fifteen different restaurants. restaurants. At this point, I'm, I'm like, I'm like. Feed the homeless at this point. Yeah. I'm starving. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, bro, you gotta pick something. I'm starving. We were in the MGM, mm-hmm. and we end up picking some. I think it was Maggiano's. We went to no, an Italian spot. No, 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 not that night. Mm-hmm. The night we went to the some place they sold like seafood, and he got the king crab. Yeah, okay, yeah. All that crazy wild stuff. But I, but it we had to pick something because somebody like him has a wild crazy taste bud. And it was, yo, it was ridiculous. And I, but I say that to say that everybody tastes different. Yeah. Right? So even in business, everybody tastes Case is different. different. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the so things that I may see. So how do you address those differences, right? So if you're in business with somebody, right? You already have a personal relationship with the Y'all coming up with a concept. You want A, they want B. How do you find that balance and still try to maintain the business relationship and the personal relationship. We have to put it on the table. How does A benefit the company? How does B benefit the company? And whichever one outweighs the other, we have to go with it. Whether it's my decision or their decision. Okay. They're, they're, I, I got to be fair in that respect. It's all At the end of the day, I think that's where people get it mixed up. It's all about the business. Exactly. It's not about your own personal ego. Exactly. It's about the business. Exactly. So whatever's going to push the business forward, I'm all for that if I'm on your team. Right. I agree with that. I think, and I think that's the tricky part, right? So you want it to be about the business, but it gets real, real tricky because this is somebody you have another type of relationship with, right? And then they, you know, it gets so personal, like, oh, this is my friend and she's going to love everything that I do. And then when the first time you, you run the risk of the first time you say, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Now the signals get crossed. So that's why I think things have to be done contractually, establish voting rights, establish governance on the business, you know. And I think one thing that could definitely be a deal breaker is the finances, because... 
people taking money out of the bank accounts and using it like it's their own personal money. I think that would be my biggest fear. So for me, I would definitely make sure that we have um, some guidance and regimen around there. I, would, I wouldn't allow that at no, all um, in any way. What would I think you that's do, counterproductive. What would you do? Um, at, when you're going into a business with whether friend, family, if you have a group that you consider that you guys trust and you use them like sort of like a board. And what I would suggest doing is, like to lose point, you have product A, product B. You sell your product to the to the board, and whatever they feel is the best, the better option. The you guys just have to have a strong enough ego to not take it personal if they pick yours over his. And remember that the brand is who you guys work to build. Mm-hmm. It's not about just building yourself; it's building that brand. Because if you build out that brand, you guys are successful. Mm-hmm. I, I live by the motto. I live by this motto. I just adopted. So you more more than happy to have it as well. Oh, thank you. Right? So generous. I'm that about yeah, very generous. No one is wrong. Right? Okay, I think that's everyone' fair. opinion matters. Mm-hmm. My opinion is my feelings or whatever doesn't is not stronger than yours. Mine's is not more valid than yours. Everyone' opinions matter. So I think that kind of the arms. The 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 ego, right? Okay. Yes. So so we're we're equal, regardless of what. I respect your opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Respect my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, how do we come together? Because now we respect each other's opinion. Okay, we get that you know, out so the way. Right? We got that out the way. So now we respect each each other's opinion. So now, how do we weave through this and make the best decision for the product at hand? Okay. That's all that matters. Is the, is the product? How are we going to move forward? Right and, and and how are we gonna push the agenda forward? Like even so, and it was funny because we were having this conversation on the uh, today, me and, and Jim C. And I was saying when we were trying to do the clothing line, right? And our, our objective was we wanted a couture line, right? So if we had a couture line and had like a look party, a listener not a listener party, but a, a look, look party, party, and whatever didn't make the look party. Put that shit in Walmart and rename that motherfucker. Okay, that's mm-hmm. a good concept, what I'm saying? right? Mm-hmm. Rename that to another another brand. Mm-hmm. Put that in Walmart. Downgrade it. You don't got to be couture. It could be less uh, mm-hmm. fab. I mean, cheaper fabric. Cheaper fabric. Right. And, and more economical. More economical for the for the average spender. But then just think about it. if you're in all the WalMarts. That's big. That's hella. Yes. They're the biggest retailer that, in the world. That's hella. You can't mm-hmm. go wrong. And then with you're them. still pushing the agenda, which is the couture line, which yeah. is what we here for. But it just did this shit that's in Walmart didn't make the cut for the couture line. Yeah, exactly. so it has a home. Right, doesn't mean somebody wouldn't like it. It's mm-hmm. just that it was it didn't meet the cut. So I just think that understanding what the bottom line is, respecting everyone's opinion, no one, no bigger eye than the other. I respect you, you respect me, and I think that. Respect has to go. It has to be very prominent. Respect has Absolutely. to be there. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? If we're not respecting each other's um, wishes, not respecting each other, just period, then we can't that move forward. That could be forward. a testy situation. Right. We can't move forward. So I want to throw something out there. So we talked a little bit about some pros and some cons of doing business with you know, your family and your friends. Let's think about across industries and think about spouses who do who work together, family members who work together and think about some scenarios that have worked well and some that have not worked well. 
So I'm going to give y'all some time to think because I was, I came up with that on the fly. And so I had a little bit of time to think about it. So I'll talk about mine while y'all kind of noodling over that. Okay. So when I think about one particular situation um, where I see a friendship um, that was garnered and they also did business together. Mm-hmm. This is somebody I like, but unfortunately, most of their business relationships went sour. And I think about Diddy. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I, I say this with all due respect, like, I think he's a very shrewd businessman, right? Mm-hmm. I think anything he puts his hand on for the most part, um, shout out to Ciroc, you know, feel free to sponsor our, our podcast. Um, we're open to it, especially me. I say, because he might not sponsor <laughs> Um <laughs> I think Diddy is a very smart man, but I think... Um, some of his relationships that he had with his friends, his friends probably, and again, I don't know this, I'm speculating, right? It seems like every relationship, business relationship that he had with his friends, most of them went sour and now people have sour grapes. I'm sure there's a ton of reasons why these things didn't go, but I I look at that and I'm like, there's precedence here. There's a trend here. How come all of these people are not successful and he's the only one still eating how is that possible right so we know sometimes people make bad decisions with their money they sign faulty contracts but like we have a relationship but we also have a business relationship so i can't see myself eating and people that are part of my circle are struggling so i think in some cases a lot of the relationships that diddy had with people from a business perspective seem to go sour and he, unfortunately it seems like he's at the nucleus of it i'm not i'm not gonna be so brazen as to say he's the reason why but I, that's the first thing that comes to mind when i think of business relationships and and friends who went into business together and they didn't go well and I'll, I'll i'll take the other side of the coin one business relationship that i think that kind of went really well was ben and jerry's ice cream because they were friends mm-hmm. and um and again i don't know all the intimate details but every year there's a new extension to that brand mm. there's new ice cream there's a Jerry Garcia. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. The mm-hmm. one with the pretzels and the peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Every year we get new Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And they, my understanding is they were friends. And we continue to see that brand do really well. So I, I put out a one or two that I, that I think about. Um, if, you know, I don't know who wants to take it. If you think about one that didn't go well, like with family and friends I could think or of, spouses, I, even I, spouses who, who could have went to business I together. Could, I could say, I could give you the same scenario when I look at um, Rockefeller Records. Yeah. And oh, you, look at, yeah. you look at Dame Dash and Jay-Z and, and Kareem Biggs. What they built was like really phenomenal because... I, what I always tell you guys was Jay Z was my favorite artist before Biggie was, mm-hmm. you know, because I think a lot of people kind of like they knew Jay Z was nice, but Biggie was here. But I put Jay right there, 
you know, that was my own MC thing. You know what I'm saying? I always thought Jay was nice. And when they did when they did the joint together, Brooklyn's Finest, I was like, yo. I said, Jay. I said. I got I said, that in my fault. I was like, yo, Jay getting in his ass. I said, people still are like, nah, Biggie, Biggie. I said, nah, listen to Jay Rhymes. He's getting in his ass. Like, Jay is dead. I know Biggie feeling it. Like, Biggie was like, snack. Like, damn, this nigga nice. So, but I think what they, so they built together, together. Yeah. But what they built together, it was like, you know, Dane was shrewd. Jay was a pleasantry. And, you know, and we were in the same circle a lot. And a lot of things that we used to hear was how Dame was like a tyrant. And then when Jay come in, the whole aura of the office changed. Because Jay is buying coffee for everybody. Telling everybody he appreciated them coming to work. People was ready to jump out the window and quit with Dame. And it was just like, we don't want this job no more. Jay go in, smooth it out. Jay come to work on time. He he first one there, last one leaving, and he you know he he, he was a work. he was a consummate businessman. Now and that's the bad side. They demise was money. You know what I'm saying? Egos and money, and that's what that's what tore them that's apart. That's tough. And the thing was, I don't know if it was money, but well, I'm sure it was money. I'm sure it was money. I think it was money because you know they they started having money issues, not to the way where they were broke. But it was money. It was money. Mismanagement. Yeah, mismanagement of funds. So give and, us one that you think that worked well. Um, Kevin Hart and the Plastic Cup Boys. Oh, yeah. Think, they do good. I think, they do good. you know, here, like here it is. Kevin Hart had these guys when he was coming up. Some of them was already doing stand-up on their own, in their own right. And to this day, people still criticize them saying Kevin Hart don't write his own rock. Kevin, Kevin Hart can write his own comedy. But why? If I have a team... And we all here, we work collectively. So the way I look at it, my success is just success. And he put them all on yeah. the pedestal. He even his even, one, even his personal trainer is right there. With oh, him. I love that. You guy know what I'm saying? So my thing is, is no man left behind. Kevin Hart climbed the wall and put a rope down for all of them to come up. I like and I think that. that's like the best thing you could it's ever do. It's a pretty good analogy, Jam. I like how you did that. Oh, yeah. Give some high five. There you go. There you go. High five. Oh, yeah, don't yeah, don't leave me hanging. Come on, Lou. Come on, Lou. What you think? Somebody who did it, who did it, who who it didn't work out well for? Who who comes to mind? First thing comes to mind is Jesus and the twelve disciples. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That shit didn't work. No, it didn't. It obviously. did not work. Obviously. Peter denied him. Peter yeah, denied him. Obviously. Um, first thing come to mind when you were when you mentioned what you mentioned was Mark Zuckerberg and his crew with Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, they all initially came on. Everything was working, and the, there goes the perfect example of people not respecting. The other person's vision. Mm-hmm. Okay. We all got to respect each other and our contribution to this. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not... Nobody's bigger than the group. Nobody's exactly. Than the group. exactly. Five heartbeats. I want credit for that. I want exactly. credit for that. But obviously, <laughs> in that particular case, someone was bigger than the group. And you see what happened. I think that happens, right, organically when you have a group of people working together. I think one person is always going to hedge the other people out and kind of start stepping into a leadership role. Doesn't mean that other people aren't qualified, mm-hmm. but it just happens. But you have to have that. And even even to kind of what you were saying in regards to uh, Puffy and the way that he handled his, I think Puffy is a businessman. He is. He and is. I respect you it. You can't fault him for doing business. And others didn't do their due diligence yeah. in regards to the business. Right. And if, if the business just so happened 
uh, while we up, we up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can say that about Puff. When he was up, they all was up. Exactly. Everybody was up. But, but the minute that um, it starts to take a decline, right? So let me get my 85%. You stuck with your 5% because the other 10% got to pay whoever, whoever. Right. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Because being that you're not, you weren't keen to the business side of it, it's not my fault. You you just got worked. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? I did my due diligence when I got, this is Puff, when he mm-hmm. got into it. Mm-hmm. So Puff knew what he was getting into. He brought you on just as, nigga, you, you here, so let's get on. Like, you know what I'm saying? He didn't he didn't need you to get on because he could have did it himself. Right. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So... I think about in those situations, it's always going to be one person that's going to have to take the lead into the situation. That's true. That's true. Because they're taking like, a risk. Because at the same time, they will take the biggest bullet too. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's they're, true. They're take when you put yourself bullet. out there, the you become bullet. a target. You become the biggest bullet when, when those things fell. Like, God, for, God forbid, if, if it's a class action lawsuit against The Rock, right? Mm-hmm. Who going to take the hit? He will. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. think about uh, a scenario where you think a relationship, whether being a spouse or a friend group that works and does business that where it has, you know, served them all well? Um, oh, shit. The Kardashians. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's yeah, a good. good one. Yeah. The way they, the way they, oh, pop, the way they that's popped the out pussy. Yeah, the right? All, pop, all, pussy all six mom. of them. Even Caitlyn. They popped that pussy <laughs> mean. All six of them. Even Caitlyn. <laughs> Even Caitlyn. Even Caitlyn. Even Caitlyn. I mean, yeah, the Kardashians they is a great example. Yeah. They yeah. fucks nigga like my they man. Jump, they jump my on everybody. My man, my idol, my heart. Kanye, get your shit together. I'm going to get to that point later, but <laughs> come on, Kanye. Yeah, the, Car- the Kardashians is a really good example. That's one yeah. piece of ooch, but I have to give it up to... Um, the mom. The mom, def- definitely. Chris, Chris, Chris Jenner, Jenner yeah. she she is definitely a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. She you say what you want about her, she but branded she, that she, family. She definitely branded that, that family. family. Yeah, she pulled and it she up catapulted them. She, she pulled them out of bootstraps to, to to like wild craziness, like even shit that just be like, do you think that would be their detriment to most people's career? She made that shit. She turned. Oh, she made it. Yeah, exactly. She's found a way to plus. monetize every yeah. part of their lives. You fuck Ray J on TV. Fine. Let's get paid for it. Get paid. Let's yep. make money let's, let's up. Make, money your, up make your start. You know and you look, think about it. When he put that out in the streets, it put him here. But Chris turned that shit around and it made her daughter a world star. Yeah. Off uh, that whole thing. And to the point where you didn't even hear about Ray J no more. The, the, I knew about the father, right? Yes. Right. We all did. We all did. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I knew yes. about the dad so who was all of a attorney. They bubbled. And then they bubble after he died. Like, yeah. How did that even happen? Yeah. He, but, it, it was big, big fame for them. So I think about like the, Kard- the Kardashian as a family and the group who like my, my, the, my if I if I can just give a, a point of, uh, some advice, don't fuck them, please. Leave, don't fuck none of them <laughs> because they will fuck your life up. Nigga. If you let, and they will you, be you paid. Know, no, 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 no. Not, no, not let if listen, you let them. Listen. If you just fuck them, period. No, no. You know what they know. I think if you if you're not savvy, I'm gonna say that. No, mm-hmm. let me out. Hear me out. That if you're not, dangerous. listen. If you're not, if you're not savvy, shit like a Venus. If you're not savvy. 
It'll get you. Nigga, but they they, they, they they not getting the right ones. They You're got not, snappers, nigga. Yeah, but they not, they not they getting the right ones. Everybody up, nigga. Look at the All people. Right, we listen, topic. We get Let's get on topic. That's another topic. That's we'll a- come back to that. So listen, so we talked about pros and cons. Yes. So like, what are, so we talked about, you know, having a contractual agreement when you go into business with people that you have other relationships with. What other things would you say would be helpful for our listeners and our viewers out there if you were going to go in business with a friend or a family? You know, put get a contract, yes. have a business plan, you know, have separate, you know, a business account. Don't have it linked to your personal account, right? Mm-hmm. What else would you say? Separate, separate. Um, yeah, I know you're my family, but I can't treat you like family when it comes to business. So I have right. to separate the two. You know what I'm saying? We can be family after we sign this fucking contract. Or we can be family after we close this motherfucking deal. But up until that point, we're business. This right. is all business. And so going into businesses with family or friends or whatever, it has to, you have to separate the two. You have to wear two hats. You have, yeah. you have to be business. You have to be family. I think you have to have a high level of emotional intelligence to do that, right? So you have to understand that this is the business. And this is our relationship, whether it be family, spouse, or whatever, over here. And you got to be able to clearly, definitively not let those two worlds collide, Mm -mm. right? Mm -mm. We're not shutting the business down to go have your birthday party. We have to literally run this like a business, right? You got to run it like a business. And I think you have to have some emotional intelligence to be able to keep them them worlds to be separately. I would say... um... Be honest, because I find that too many people get into the hype of a good idea, and we say, yo, we're going to do that. We're going we're gonna to open up a shop. This is what we're going to do. But somebody's not totally honest about what it is they want the business to be and what they expect the return to be. So we start out in this relationship, and then things start changing. You start the, either your drive changes, there's, then the communication starts breaking down. Because a lot of times people are not honest about what their day to day, what they, what's your ultimate end game? Like right. we started this business today. What is your what is your end game? Where do you see yourself five years from now in the business? And a lot of times people just, oh no, I'm with you. I'm good. We can do this. We can do this. And they never really tell you what it is they hope to get out of it. Right. So I think, and that that hurts later down the road. So if you start a business with, I don't care who it is, family, friends. Loved one, stranger, get a contract, separate your accounts, but you have to communicate and you got to be honest about what it, what it is you hope to get from this business and what's your, what is your end game and how right. can it meet the business needs? So people, listeners out there, go on vocal, listeners, write us, let us know what you think. You heard our views. You know, this is just some high level overview of things to get your your thought press process moving. We know a lot of people are taking the entrepreneurial journey and you probably have a fantastic service or a skill that you can monetize. That's just only a piece of it. But if you go into business and you take on a partner and their family, a friend, you need to make sure you have some established boundaries. You have contracts, you got your finances in order. We know who's going to work in what role. You're honest. You communicate, as JMC said. And JMC, where can they send us information? If they have questions or feedback, where can they send it? 
Goinvocal at gmail.com. G-O-I-N-V-O-C-A-L at gmail.com. Listen, if you've had a good experience working with business and family, we would love, love to have you on the show. We'd love to hear about your experience and highlight that. And then on the flip side, if you've had some you know, less than pleasant experiences, I think we would encourage you to share that because while you've gone through it, you might be saving somebody else from going down that road. So don't be ashamed or afraid, you know, to come in and talk about that because you you it's a learning for everybody yo so we want to encourage you we want to encourage you to have your business and you listen just be honest about what your business is going to be mm-hmm. be doing and and just run it like a business right. run it like a business right. if you got something that you can monetize don't take it for granted run it like a business entrepreneurship is fantastic it can be very lucrative so don't take it lightly really be focused and lock in on your vision and don't take your foot off the pedal. So and, and treat family members and friends as if you didn't know them. Like this is just a business person that you just yep. met off the street and you guys just click. You wouldn't trust them so wholeheartedly. So don't trust your family wholeheartedly because when them numbers start coming in, niggas get Check. shaky. Yes. Check yes. your book. You know, that could be the root of all evil when it comes down to money, especially if you got something that you can monetize that takes off. It gets real tricky. So so be careful. Be smart about how you run your business. And this is the part of the show where we're going to transition into... I don't trust none of YouTube, call me directly about my portion of the (laughs) subscription money. Um, But seriously, now, this is the part of the show that I love. We're going to move into talking about... Get your shit together. Get your shit together. Get it together. Get it together. Listen, shit continues to happen where we have to keep telling people to to get your shit together. But that's okay. We don't have a problem with it. So, for me, you know what? I want to talk about this, but it's like disappointing that we have to keep talking about certain things. So I'm 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 a lead take my foot off the the, the pedal with the whole race shit cuz I'm exhausted with it. Uh we'll come back to that. But um I want to give a shout out to Brittany Griner. She's a WNBA player. She is being detained mm-hmm. in Moscow mm. in Russia. Um, so for those of you who don't know Brittany, I, I, I don't follow the WNBA. I think those women are super talented, but I actually don't follow them. So I didn't know who Brittany was, but I did start following the story. So listeners, if you're not aware of it, you, it's all over, you know, all the media, virtual media, the news media, um, on February 17th, WNBA player, Brittany Griner was arrested at the Moscow airport. She was being detained for transporting a large scale of drugs. So there's been some inconsistency about that piece of the story. I saw large scales. I saw something said it was a vape. I saw something that said it was performance enhancing drugs. Um, And then I saw something that said it was something she was taking, you know, for a medical. I'm not really sure what it is. But now is not the time for a black woman to be detained in a country where they're in the midst of war. Right. So, right. 
I'm a little disappointed on a couple of fronts. And one of the things that I've been, been seeing is that she was forced to go play in these alternative leagues because the amount of money that she makes in the WNBA is m- minuscule for her talent. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little over $200,000 when she can go play in a foreign country outside of the United States She's making a million dollars for her talent. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, she now has to be subjected to some level of scrutiny and being treated unfairly. So I would hope that um, now they're saying that her case is being extended. She's not going to get a court date to the middle of May. Right. And we're in the middle of March. So you're talking about another three months, March, what was it, March, April, May. So another two months, this woman is going to potentially have to stay. So I'm calling bullshit on the U.S. We are quick to put our nose in other countries' business. We just sent $800 million over there for them to buy military um, equipment Mm -hmm. to defend themselves against Russia, but yet nobody is talking about sending an ambassador or any sort of relations that they're trying to establish to bring Britney home. I'm calling bullshit on that. So, U.S., you need to get your shit together. Get your shit y'all together. need to do what y'all need to do to bring Britney home, whether it was a vape or weed or whatever the case may be. I really don't care. That's of less importance. Bring it home, this sister, is what I think is more important. So, U.S., y'all need to get y'all shit together and bring Britney home. Um, people, there's petitions that are, I heard are going to be started. Continue to watch your social media and please, please, please sign these petitions so that they can take action to bring Britney home. Come home, Britney. That's pretty dope. That's yeah. pretty dope. Pretty dope. Yeah. All right, can I, can I go? Can I do this yeah, real quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. My Get Your Shit Together is going to, first of all, let me ask you a question. Who the fuck is V2? They on tour? Who is that, that a group? COVID, goddamn it, because COVID is in the UK. V two, oh. that shit must be on tour, cause they like that shit is coming to the US. Like it was, I woke up this morning, watched the news. V two was coming to the United States. No, I'm like, oh shit, that's a new strain? group. That's a fucking new strain of COVID. TV show, V. V2. Yeah, yeah. Oh, V. But, 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 but dig it. Some I, I, I looked at the news this morning. It was like, friends, but they really yeah, they it. like they like V two is coming to the US. Is now in the UK. And it's, I guess it's the sewer system. So I'm like, V2, that's a group? It's fucking COVID. I'm like, COVID, COVID is, I don't fucking we know. They, 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 I don't know, but they're saying it's coming to the U.S. How do you know something is coming here and not doing anything about it? You can honestly tell me something is coming to the U.S. And we're going to, and you, and can't, the do and you can't do anything proactive, but tell it's us that emotion. V2 is coming emotion. here like it's a group. The news... Dr. Fauci, CDC, y'all need to get y'all shit together. I woke up confused this morning. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm on YouTube looking up V2. Yeah. Mm. I thought right, it was a fucking well, group. Who needs to get their shit together? I don't know. I have a whole host of people that need to get their <laughs> shit together. But I'm going to start with my sister. He's just putting Sister right Bim. Sister Bim, get your shit together. Oh, <laughs> I'm not... I don't because know. I was talking to her about... The podcast. Mm-hmm. So she was telling me, I was saying, yo, we getting my love for people, you know, on the podcast, whatever, whatever, ba ba ba. And she goes, oh yeah, that's nice. That's what's up. She says, um, I, I don't really listen to the show. You just told me to subscribe to it. I didn't just tell you to subscribe to it just for the fuck of it. Subscribe to it and listen, listen to, to what it. the fuck I got to say. <laughs> get your shit together. together. Fuck you, just get your shit together. And, 
fucking thanks, motherfucker. Thanks for nothing. I'm sitting here bumping my lips, talking because I got fucking lips, and you ain't even fucking listening. She don't hear shit. Get her shit together. Get her shit together. together. Get your shit together. You're not gonna get no drip. You gonna get if you get drip, you getting it thrown at you. You get some rip. Drip. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna give you some drip. We encourage you, Sister Bim, to listen to the show. We encourage you if you have a topic you want to hear. Where should they send it to, Jam? Go on vocal at gmail.com. G-O-I-N-V-O-C-A-L at gmail.com. And I'm sending you this shit as soon as we finish. <laughs> get it, take it up. So listen, guys, again, we don't take it lightly that you take one hour or so out of your week to listen. Some of you are taking additional time and going back and listening to some of the historical shows. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We're going to continue to try to build out this content to make sure that we are sharing the views that are in in the topics that are important to you. So, you know, continue to send that feedback in. And with that being said, peace. We out. Until next week. Peace. Tune in to the pod squad.